Losing Weight to Gain Control. Today's episode, How Do You Deal with a Food Addiction? Welcome to today's episode of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, your host. This is a podcast to help you along your weight loss journey, whether you're just starting, in the middle of your weight loss, or living in maintenance. I cover topics that you will encounter during your journey that deal with food, exercise, and that negative stuff your mind tries to tell you along your journey. A few reminders for you. The Losing Weight to Gain Control 14-Day Get Started Guide is available through my website, thegwenalexander.com. And when you go to the site, there is a button you click, fill in the requested information, and it will be emailed to you. It's to help you lay a foundation to set you up for success. And while at the site, you can also purchase an autographed copy of my book, Losing Weight to Gain Control, Loving Your Weight Maintenance Journey. It contains the steps that I took and still what I do to keep the 70 pounds off that I lost. And it's steps that you can take to create a plan for your weight loss journey. Do you ever feel like you are addicted to food? I don't just mean a food you seem to crave every now and then. I mean, when you eat certain foods, do you feel a certain way? It makes you feel good and then you eat way more than you probably should. Do you ever find that you eat those foods during stressful situations? Before I go any further, though, on today's topic, I want to say that I am not an expert on any addictions. I just know what I experienced, and I'm sharing with you today what I experienced and how I dealt with my food addiction. I learned my coping mechanisms for life as a child. I didn't understand why the adults in my life were so angry. Why did they yell at me? I tried to be a good kid. I wondered why some of them drank alcohol so much. I wonder why some of them kept dating people that treated them like they were less than a dog. There were some people in my life that would tell me I thought that I was better than everyone else. I was reminded that I was unattractive and that's why I couldn't get a boyfriend. I was told I was selfish. The reason I was told I thought I was better than everyone else is I tried to be my best. In school I did well. I excelled at playing the piano and the trombone. I figured out how to get into the college of my choice. I was trying to be better, but some of the people in my life saw it as me shoving it in their face that I thought I was better than them. I was heavy even in high school. I didn't think that's the reason why I couldn't find boys to date, or I don't think that's why um, I couldn't find boys to date. And my self-esteem was so low, and I thought so little of myself that it just showed on the outside. Unfortunately, some people in my life took advantage of my low self-esteem to make themselves look more attractive than me. I was told I was selfish when I would tell someone no. Then they would proceed to yell at me until I gave in and gave them what they wanted. And it was usually money or they wanted my time, which even when I was younger was very limited. I wanted something in my life to make me feel good. I wanted something that would help me escape the everyday battle of trying to keep the people I loved from hurting me. Food was my escape. It became my drug of choice. When I ate pizza or hamburgers, or candy. It was like I was in a happy place. If any of you have ever had an addiction to drugs or alcohol or anything, you may have had the same feelings. I had it with food. 
It helped me escape the loneliness I felt even as an adult. It helped me escape the pressure I felt, always trying to excel on everything and be perfect, so to speak. Food helped me forget who I was for a moment. But eventually the food was gone and I was back to reality. The addiction I have, I can't hide. It shows up on my body in extra fat. And did you hear the, the addition that I uh, put in there? I used the present tense. I say it that way because I realized six years ago, I will always have this and I need to learn how to deal with it. The drug I use, and maybe you use too, we need to live. We need it. Our body needs food. You can't quit it cold turkey, so to speak. So how do you deal with this addiction? What steps do you take to take control of the food and not let the food keep controlling you? I'm going to give you four things that I learned that I do or and did at that time to deal with my food addiction. Here's number one. Stop and think about your life. Everything is so busy today and we are so distracted with our cell phones or every, you know, the videos and now you can binge watch things. You have got to identify the point when food became your coping mechanism. Maybe you didn't start until you were an adult. Maybe you went through a divorce and food is how you comforted yourself. I used to watch episodes of My 600 Pound Life and there was a point in every episode where the person admitted that there was some traumatic event that happened in their life and food is how they dealt with it. Many of us are so busy trying not to feel anything, we don't realize we are mindlessly eating. We just know when I eat this certain food, I feel good. Be prepared for what you discover when you take the time to figure out when you started using food as a drug. Six years ago, as I was sitting at my desk, writing down why I failed the last time I tried to lose the weight, I started crying. I had never dealt with the fact I felt like a failure because I'd been through a divorce. I dropped out of the master's program. I was uh, working at, I was trying to get my master's in piano performance and pedagogy, but I dropped out of the program after two years. And also, I never confronted the people that said horrible things to me throughout my life. I had never admitted it to myself. It was hard to admit that there were certain people that didn't want me around. I had to stop because it was so overwhelming. This is something you may want to, to have a counselor to help to, to get you through this, especially if you feel you have repressed memories that you may want someone who's been trained in counseling to help you to get through those memories. I even went through remembering things. I kind of remember that happened, but they hurt me so bad. I pretty much almost blocked them from my mind. But then something would happen to make me remember. In the past, it was easier to grab a 16-inch pizza to eat than to deal with those feelings I felt. This is because this is what's been crucial for me in my weight loss plan. Once I realized it was okay for me to be angry about things said or done to me, I actually felt better. I started to slowly stop using the food to comfort myself. So that's step number one. Stop and think about your life. Number two, figure out what your triggers are. My friend Brian Ganey, who was a past guest, says there are certain foods that trigger him to binge eat. It could even be certain situations that trigger you to overeat. The thing is, if you haven't taken the time to figure out your triggers, and make a plan to deal with them, you will continue the same cycle. On one of Heather Roberson's podcast episodes, she does the Half Size Me podcast, she said she had a problem with binge eating. 
Most people try to forget what, you know, what they ate when they did that binge. But she said that she actually would log it and then move on. She would write down everything she ate, and I think she even figured out the calories too. If anything, logging the binge helped Heather to see what was triggering it. What's your triggers? Is it when the kids are screaming and out of control? Is it your job? So, you know, your job could be so stressful that you eat your way throughout the day. Maybe you aren't happy about a situation, but instead of confronting it, you eat to not have to deal with it. It could even be you just can't eat certain foods because you can't stop once you start. Whatever it is, you need to take the time to figure out what triggers your episodes of using food to cope with the situation. That's number two. Figure out what your triggers are. Number three, make a plan. Maybe you've heard this before. Those who fail to plan, plan to fail. Don't try to make some elaborate plan that you can't follow. It could be something as simple as you will take a walk when you feel like using food to eat your emotions. Here's one example I remember um, that I came up with for my plan. I decided to play the piano when I felt like eating when something was bothering me. But it's funny. I would play the piano and then go to the refrigerator. Each time I would go to the fridge, I would say out loud, I am not physically hungry. I would close the refrigerator door and go back to the piano. Then I would go back to the refrigerator again. I thought, this is crazy. Eventually, I stopped going to the refrigerator. I can't even remember what was bothering me. I do remember telling myself I was not hungry. When you make the plan of how you will handle your feelings or stressful situations, don't complicate it. Keep the plan simple or you will not keep up with it. That's number three. Make your plan of how you will deal with your triggers to binge eat without using food. And number four, tell yourself one thing you like about yourself each day. We spend so much energy thinking negative thoughts about ourselves. Do you say things to yourself like, I'm too fat. My thighs are too huge. I have that flappy thing on my arm. I can never do anything right. I spend way too much money. I used to tell myself I was stupid a lot. My thought was, if I was so smart, why did I make the mistakes I did in my life? Now I realize I am not or will not be perfect. I will sometimes say the wrong thing. I will sometimes eat foods that won't help me with keeping the weight off. I started being kind to myself and reminding myself of what I have accomplished. Some of the situations I went through were tough. Some of the things you go through are going to be tough. Some of the things that I went through as a child or even as an adult, you know, there's adults that can barely handle it. I got out of an emotionally abusive uh, relationship years ago and I didn't go back. And with God's help and the help of my family and friends, I rebuilt my life. I was thinking today about this podcast. If you only knew what it took to even get that first episode out. I learned how to do this by watching YouTube videos and I took one webinar. Then I had to kind of piece everything together to make it work. I have to remind myself every day I'm worthy to be loved. It's okay for me to enjoy myself and enjoy the people I get to meet along the way in my journey. And you need to remember that for yourself. It's okay for you to have love. Not, not the crazy type of love, but uh, the type of love that is safe. So that's number four. Tell yourself something you like about yourself every day. Even if it's the same thing every day, say it. These four tips that I gave you, they're not a magic get, you know, fix it quick thing. 
This is something that you will deal with every day. But I, I don't want that to discourage you. I want that knowledge to encourage you to stop using food as a way to deal with life. You are not a loser. You are a winner. It doesn't matter if someone told you you can never lose the weight. Even if you don't lose your gold pounds, you will have gained a new confidence in how you deal with life. Weight loss is not just about food and exercise. It's about the way you think of yourself and how you treat yourself also. You are not alone in this battle. There are several of us fighting this food addiction battle with you. You will get this under control and you are losing the weight to gain control. I want to leave you with this quote that I have said several times on several episodes. It's what I tell myself when I'm afraid to try something new. The quote is, Go out and create a life that you don't have to use food to escape from. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. You should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.